Hello and welcome to season three, episode 23 of Eat This, Drink That with Ali Khan, our food expert, Steve Greer, our beverage expert, and I'm producing Ryan Crosby. And let's get right to it. Ali, what is our Eat This for today? Boys, we are making carne asada. We are making steak tacos. Um, when I make carne asada, I like to marinate it. I like to do do a wet marinade. There's a lot of ways you can diff- go with carne asada. I mean, straight up, I've been to Mexico. I've gone to a taco stand. I go, what do you have? And they just point at the grill. They just make steak. They cook it over mesquite charcoal, just beef. There's no cumin. There's no... Salsa marinating. It's not like when you go to the carnisserie in the United States. Um, but when I make carne asada at home, I like to do the marinade. And the conclusion I've come to is when you're basically eating international, which is what Americans do. You know what I mean? What did you have last night? Oh, we went to this cool yeah. Korean fried chicken place. Uh, I think I'm going to get um, hamburgers tonight. You know, you kind of get right. excited for like what that next flavor profile is. And I think a lot of times, like, for Americans, for gringos, when they make Mexican food, they're like, oh, goody, we're having Mexican food. Let's dump in a bunch of stuff. Um, that's usually how I can spot a bad carnitas recipe, is when they're, like, adding a bunch of, like, flavors that really don't belong in the carnitas. They belong in the sauces and stuff. But I think when you're making carne asada, you're going to grill it. You want to add and impart those flavors you associate with Mexican food into the marinade. Of course, it's not going to be all the flavors. You're going to add more stuff later. So I've been working on this for years. I've always been pretty pleased with it. I think in the end of the day, no matter what you do, if you go to a butcher shop, carniceria, it's always better to make it yourself, especially when you can start with the steak of your choosing. So, gentlemen, we've got two cuts today. What I've got here, and this stuff is just straight up pretty. This is a grass-fed flank steak now uh a lot of people i'm just gonna put this in my bowl here a lot of people when they do carne asada they think skirt steak right well here's the thing beef so expensive these days that um i'm getting a really good deal on this this is ten dollars a pound for grass bed um i think flank is is honestly just as good this has got some great marbling in here it's actually pretty tender and even though there's a lot of marbling, it's considered to be a leaner cut of steak, so it's kind of nice, a little peace of mind. Then I got this little guy. This is a this is a true cheap eat cut, if you will. This is a chuck eye steak. Okay, so imagine if you will. Let me just put this meat in there and get this out. I always hear about chuck. Chuck is definitely like on the bargain side, right? You don't you don't. No one prefers to get well, the chuck. Well, and, and there's right? a reason why. So you know, I'm a cow. Here's like that shoulder. This is kind of that chuck region, right? The cow moves. These muscles are strong. It is tough, right? As you move farther down the cow to that point, you get to that more tender area. Somewhere between chuck, like chuck roast, what you make for stews, what turns into hamburger, and it moves into loin, you will find chuck eye. Now, literally, if you look at a chuck eye stick, and they're, they're not, easy to find. There's not a ton of it on the cow. A chuck eye actually mirrors a ribeye steak a bit. It's not as tender as a ribeye steak, but it's closer to it. I got this for six bucks a pound. Spoiler alert, flank steak wins, but it's all good. It's 
all good because hey two two questions yeah. did you have to get the chuck from a carniceria no i just went to um uh my my so heb is kind of like the ralph's in texas it's actually okay. probably mm -hmm. one of the most cherished things about texas heb because it's a grocery store that's cheap but it's not complete garbage they have they do a, okay. it's, it, it's it's trader joe's level when you look at the receipt that's pretty much trader okay. joe's wow. You get your receipt. You're like, they have like a, do they have an old school butcher? They have like a classic butcher thing going you know, on? Or they, no? they have the guys and they're pretty helpful. They, I did get this. I got the flank from, from the glass case, if you will. I've had some of the guys yeah. help me. It's not necessarily going to be like a Whole Foods level type service or selection, but they do a good job. I mean, again, it's like, it's like Trader Joe's. You know what I mean? Like, um, I gotcha. wouldn't get fish at Trader Joe's, but chicken drummies, beer, sure. And again, you look gotcha. at the receipt, it's great. So, and then I don't want to hold you up, but back to the wet marinade. When you go into a carniceria um, and you see the carne asada marinating, that's just a wet marinade, right? But just not as high a quality. Yeah, you know, I mean, look, they're all trying to make a buck if you will. So they're going to do a lot of interesting things. I don't have my ladder in front of me, but I have a seasoning called Sazon Goya. It's delicious. It has MSG. Those marinades, and I can't speak for all of them, for sure they'll have some sort of neutral liquid, obviously canola oil, probably a bit of water too, some sort of acid, you know what I mean? Vinegar, uh, maybe fruit juice, probably vinegar because it keeps longer. Um, and then a seasoning bomb. Now I'm gonna make my own seasoning bomb, which is a great way to kind of segue into this. And you just reminded me of one little thing I'm going to grab. I'm gonna grab it now. All right. But I think our focus for this episode, if I'm not correct, if I'm incorrect, Ali is, we are doing Ali's yep, marinade for carne yeah, yeah, yeah. asada. So let's, let's get that marinade going. Um, let's jump in. Okay, so first thing we're gonna do, I got a blender right here. What I like to do is I like to start with my solid ingredients. So what I have here, I have some rough chopped cilantro, stems included. Um, if I was doing something like a, a salad dressing and I just wanted pretty little bites, I'd just do the leaves. But I'm putting this in the blender. So I'm going to use this. Ali, what about people that don't like cilantro? Is there a good sub that you could think you know, of for the people? Here's, here, here's my thing. And I'll, I will tell you this. I grew up. <laughs> I love cilantro. I just I know some people think it tastes yeah, like soap. You know what? So I'm just curious. I, I if a the, the correct answer is get over it. You know, because cilantro is all over Mexican <laughs> food. It's floral. It's tasty. I'm not asking you to eat a bowl of cilantro. I'm asking you to put it into your marinade. But to your point, fair enough. Parsley, flat leaf parsley. Sure. I mean, it's okay. just an herb. You know what I mean? It, is it a gotcha. make or break? No. I like the look of it. I think it adds a little bit of depth. Also, I added some chopped garlic in there, too. Um, look, I mean, all this stuff is can, can be played around with. Make a version, tweak it, change it around, play with it. That's the whole point. I mean, when someone, when this stuff was created, no one was trying to create some sort of science here, you know? But I do think right. adding, uh, you're building flavors here. You know what I mean? So that's where okay. we're coming from. We got cilantro, we got fresh garlic, yep. chopped. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, how, you're, you're not mincing it, are you? You're just giving it a nice So nice I chop. will show you. Um, these were like, I want to call them medium-sized cloves. See that? 
I split the globe in half yeah. and then broke it into thirds. Again, like, you okay. know, this isn't addressing. Cool. This is just going to, like, hit raw marinated meat. You don't have to be a perfectionist, Great whatever point. you want to do. The blender is going to do a lot of that Great work. Point. Now, um, we need some salt and pepper. What I've got here is about a half, a, eh, about three quarters of a teaspoon of kosher salt and about uh, about a half a teaspoon of black pepper. Oh, I got on the beef. We'll just toss that in there. Now, <laughs> this is kind of killer. We will right, see we this. Um, I will send a little video of this too as a supplement. This is, this isn't cocoa powder. It's not cinnamon. This is ground ancho chili that I toasted whole, removed the stem, and then ground it up in my coffee grinder. Um, this is a game changer. All right. So this is like a, a custom powder that Basically, you Basically, um, you know, any supermarket that has a Hispanic, Latino uh, section is going to have ancho chilies. They're going to have guajillo. They're going to have pasilla. They're going to have our bowl. Like, buy them. They're cheap. They're dried. They keep for years. Get a coffee grinder to grind them up. It will change your game. It will change your game. Nice. The color you get off this is no ground chili powder. Uh, dare I say, even the ones that are already ground from those chilies I mentioned is going to match that. So, we got a tablespoon of that chili powder in there. Now, we're going to add a little cumin. Cumin is one of those almost red flags because, like I said, the mommy blogs, the mommy blogs will be like, oh, we're having Mexican food. Let's, let's, let's just pour cumin on our face. Um, not exactly authentico, but I do like cumin. It does have a place in Mexican food. I like the smell of it. I like to add, it's about a quarter teaspoon, okay? And in case you're wondering, I've got about a pound and a half of meat, so I'm not making a big batch. Um, I do have a recipe for, quote, a big batch of food for like two, three pounds. It kind of makes a little more sense. Now, we got our spices, we have our solids, our, our, our cilantro and garlic. Now we're gonna get the liquid mojo. What is this, you ask? Oh. This is a generous half cup. I'm not a perfect measurer of canola oil. We've got a quarter cup of lime juice and a quarter cup of, uh, of vinegar, white vinegar, right? So two kinds of acid. Okay. I'm just going to pour that in here. Um, look, you can go to the carniceria. There's some really cool um, products out there that are um, basically pre-made marinades. I'm just getting this on the blender. Um, they're really great. And then once you break it down, what goes in it, a lot of it is cheap. White vinegar, cheap. Citrus, I mean, buy what you need, cheap. Uh, canola oil, cheap. Um, for the crazy food people out there who are like, don't want to use canola oil, so this, you could use grapeseed oil. Anything that's neutral, in my opinion, works quite well. So this was canola oil, uh, some mm, vinegar, and then what, do you use citrus, lime, lime juice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, so we're Kill. gonna let it rip. Uh, I like to start, I've got, this is a 10, uh, one through 10 blender. I started at one, um, nice and low. And you know, I just like to kind of like let it go a little bit. I don't like to blast it on high. It doesn't really mix quite as evenly. And you can already, right, well, right. I'll show you. Let's move it right in there. See that color you're getting? That is all oh, from wow. the ancho chili. Just that is what yeah. happens when you take an ancho chili Toast it, grind it. And guys, they're so cheap. They keep forever. They really do keep for quite a sure. long time. Um, 
I, I asked her. I asked Alexa. She confirmed it. All right. So here, I'll just let's watch the real star of the show. Um, I'm gonna just let this go a little bit higher. We're at one. We're taking it to two. And over time, blenders are a little different. Um, you'll kind of know like when it starts to really oh, yeah. get it to where you want it. I mean, look, honestly, I could probably dump this over the meat right now. What's the big deal, right? You know? Right. Uh, but I like to right. just kind of let it really rip. And this stuff tastes delicious. Before you pour it on the meat, try it. All right, now we're gonna really let it rip. What you're seeing is the color change. It's because it's emulsifying more. It's bonding more with the canola oil and the ancho, right? Death metal. We're in eight. Take it to eight. All right. All right. Yours doesn't go to 11? Uh, you know what? Let's not do that was a great tip, though, Ali, about starting on one. Because I know with something like cilantro, if you start on, like, whatever, 10, like you said, like, the cilantro is all going to stick to the top of oh, the blender. Yeah. So that was a great tip. And the thing tip. is, too, like, beautiful. I didn't chop it finely either. I mean, there's a lot of different ways. You know, where do you want to do the work? But it's like, you know, just, just kind of letting it start low. So, you know. I, the change in color is insane. You know, I mean. Yeah. It started out, like, dark red, and now it's Only do this also, yeah. before the meat. That's so freaking terrible. You know, part of it, too, is <laughs> what this is kind of like, honestly, gentlemen, it's kind of like chimichurri. You know? Mm. It's kind of like chimichurri. Garlic is in here. Uh, the tang of the vinegar. And then you've got, the you know, the, the oil being a bit of that viscousness, you know, that, that kind of body. All right. So now... And so you're pouring into a glass bowl here. Is that how you're going to... You're going to marinate it in the yeah. glass bowl and... Okay. So that's just going to go right in. I, you know, I've done this, and when I, I made a batch last night, and you will see the fruits of that labor shortly. And do you want to make sure the, the meat's totally covered, right? So if there was, say, not enough, would you try and press the meat yeah, in Yeah, you know, I mean, look, this is the other thing, too, is there's all kinds of science that about how much these yeah. marinades actually penetrate, you know? Um, some people right. say like, oh, after four, six hours, it doesn't matter. Also, because there's vinegar in here and lime juice, oh, the proteins will break down. Listen, whatever, Trevor. I probably use some cheap meat. You know what I mean? Like that Chuck Eye. That was USDA yeah, select. Right. I'm going to let it rip. Like, I love letting certain kinds of meats. I don't care about chicken. You know what I mean? I want to marinate the heck out of it. I'll let it go 24, okay. 48 hours. 48 seems a little much. But um, I don't know. You stick it in the fridge and it's all good. Um, so if you did it for 48 hours, you're going to have the bowl as is. What, are you going to put cellophane over it? Yeah, or what, yeah, how are you yeah. So it? honestly, okay. like, I just don't. I don't. Uh, I, I, I don't prep. Something like this, I don't prep in advance that much. This is honestly overnight's pretty good for me in my world. You know what I mean? 48 hours, okay. I, I forgot why I wanted to eat that food in the first place. So um, <laughs> I am, yeah, putting the little wrap in here. And uh, this meat is just going to go in the fridge. And, I mean, like I said, there's all kinds of food science out there that says, oh, it doesn't penetrate that deep. It's not going to make a big difference if you're doing a tri-tip per se. This is for thin cuts, you know. So I'm, I'm telling you, like, you could get skirt steak 
if you don't mind paying skirt stick prices or um you know like at the supermarkets you'll find a lot of uh thin um new york strip steaks i literally look at those steaks and i'm like who buys these things put them in your taco marinade so that's yeah. it i mean th this is probably enough for even a little bit more than a this is about a generous pound and a half right um you you can i i the seasoning is probably peaking with this much liquid if you had a little bit less i would maybe reduce the liquid a little bit you know the you know okay. you get enough spice in there it's in there it's going to be fine so yeah this is going to go into a fridge um for a couple hours, I marinated mine for about three hours last night. It could have gone longer. I could have gone longer. I'm, I'll probably let this rip for a while. I like the 24 hours. That's easy. You can prep the day before, Overnight. throw it in the fridge. Oh, no. Go to ready. sleep. You know what I mean? Do yeah. it. It's like you've already done dinner. Do the marinade. Yeah. Go to sleep. And then by the time you get around to cooking in it, it'll be close to 24 hours. That'll be, that'll be plenty. That'll be funny. Yeah. Uh, one other. Do you ever? Do you, did you say? I feel like you meant. I feel like you mentioned this. You said you don't really prepare the meat at all. Do you don't do? You don't like score it at all or anything to. to yeah, you know? I mean, I all the cuts that I got are are steak. You know what I mean? They're steak. Um, you could take yeah. it. You could those same cuts. I could take all those seasonings: the ancho, the salt, the cumin, the pepper. Use it as a dry rub. Rub it on the steak. Sear it. You know what I mean? And, and I can do that because totally. that steak is, is tender enough. Now, I will show you. Awesome. Because there's no reason to tease folks. They yes. See. <laughs> this is what I was waiting on. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Let me grab a fork. All right. I'm officially starving. <laughs> That's good. That's a good sign. Okay. Yeah. So this is... The Chuck Eye Steak right here. I'm just going to grab it. I've been warming this sucker up. This is what we made last night. I think you can see it wow. right there. Oh, there we um, go. It just, I, I cooked it over coals. It got a really nice char. You can kind of see it almost is like a ribeye steak, but it's smaller, right? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Now, I will tell you. Does it have a, does it have a reddish color to it? Am yeah. I seeing that chili yeah. in there? Yeah, I mean, you know, oh, it, it, part awesome. of it is the lighting and stuff like that too, but that answer is going to give yeah. it that kind of reddish hue. Um, oh, that's great. I mean, come on. That you is know what we need to do? What we need to do is just... This is why I ate oatmeal this morning. This is why I ate oatmeal this morning. <laughs> so I could enjoy this. So I will tell you, and this is what's so great about this steak here. This part mimics the ribeye cap, actually. It's not a ribeye. Mm. Just, just keep that in mind. It ain't a ribeye. Now I saved some of that marinade before I use it on the meat. This just happened on the fly. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I mean, let's go. And by yeah. the way, this is old steak. This is last night. Heated up in the oven in the cast iron, kept warm. That was awesome. I mean, you could even see too, like, you know, see how that yeah. kind of pulls like that? You know, and, and this is yeah. cheap. This was like $6 a pound. So, not bad. So the marinade's going to get into those creases real nice. And here's yeah. the thing to keep in mind. It's there, but it's not everything. It's not going to taste as intense as this marinade is. It's a nice little kind of underlying foundation. It'll help tenderize the meat. Um, depending on the oil content of the marinade, this one's pretty liquidy. If I'm cooking these over coals, that oil's going to drip over those coals. We're going to get flames in there, too. 
which is also pretty fun. Um, nice. But uh, yeah, guys, I mean, that's, to me, straight up carne asada. When I did the flank steak last night, it was almost a waste putting it in a tortilla. So that that's another <laughs> kind of killer point, too, is that you can cook this meat. Oh, another great point, too, when you're cooking carne asada, it is kind of, I am a rare, I love rare steak. I eat like a blue blood in a taco. Medium's kind of the way to go. You know what I mean? You just yeah, want to yeah. have a little more of this, this kind of caramelized exterior. You don't want it yeah. burn right, or dry. Right. Remember, you've got that salsa as a backup, too. Spoiler alert for the next episode. That's it, guys. Well, this was yeah. fantastic. That was super easy, also. Yeah. yeah. No, the biggest game changer. The biggest game changer. That was great. Ancho. Or, yeah, get it, getting an ancho. And um, if you go to the store, if you don't have ancho, get a guajillo. Get a pasilla. All, and all yeah. these chilies are, um, I, I mean, I take the seeds out. There is some kind of heat in it, but you're using it for an earthy undertone. Yep. That's what it is. It's, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's really an ar aromatic kind of thing. And then... The garlic does the garlic. The vinegar does the tang. You know what I mean? Anyways, that's it. Carne asada. Ali, thank you for this amazing primer on uh, carne and specifically how to marinate yeah. it. Amazing. Thank you so much. Well, I think that's going to wrap up this episode. It's Look like a meeting party. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get tacos right now. Good luck. Ah, All right. Cat City. Not bad. Thank you guys. Signing off for Eat This, Drink That, episode 23. We'll see you guys soon. See you guys.